Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Happy holidays, everyone. Yay. Yeah, let's let's end 2020. Yay, finally. The <laughs> end is in sight, everyone. It's weird. It feels like a very short it doesn't really feel it's not it hasn't been a long year. It's just been a terrible year. I feel like in terms of uh pacing, it's been pretty normal. It's just you know, we were all inside and not outside doing things. Yeah. And for those of you listening in uh, California, we're, we're going to be experiencing our uh, second lockdown pretty soon. So that should be pretty fun. I Yeah, so I'm in the Bay Area and things were getting much better with us. And then they started like, hey, let's have some schools hybrid. And hey, let's have indoor dining. And hey, and I'm just like, um, maybe don't. Yeah, <laughs> like, we... and I uh, I saw I felt like it didn't it this lockdown kind of did and didn't surprise me. I think part of me thought maybe it won't get back to how it was. We're actually technically we're worse than where we were in March. Um, yeah, I I completely agree, and I kind of figured something like this was going to happen because of Thanksgiving, and I'm assuming we're going to have a similar thing because of Christmas and or New Year's. Because people don't know how to not leave for the holidays, uh, yeah. a problem that I like multiple people I know are are struggling with because they want to see family members or or friends that they haven't seen, especially for the holidays, and it's difficult to deal with that for the holidays. Um, so, on that note, uh, I recommend we watch some quality and fun christmas movies to kind of reminisce about days of old where we could socialize with family members yeah this has nothing to do with the fact that it's december and 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 you know it's coming christmas and other holidays are coming up that that's yeah. irrelevant that's that's totally irrelevant oh yeah no <laughs> we're like we're like hallmark we like how they have christmas in july because yep. Christmas is their most popular. And then I think this year they started playing Christmas movies in like April. Yeah, my mom and dad is pretty much every time I've like gone downstairs and the TV's yes. on, it's almost always been on Hallmark Channel. <laughs> and it was really funny. I, I sent you a picture of this uh, uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. My, da- my dad was watching a Hallmark movie and he like turned on the guide and wanted to see like if there was anything else on because I don't want to watch Hallmark movies. And when he went back down to the homework channels, there are like two homework channels like right next to each other. And he he didn't know which one he was watching because the titles were so similar. It was um Holiday Home and Home for the Holidays. And he didn't <laughs> know which one he was watching. My sister found a... Uh, yeah, my mom loves Hallmark. And I I will say... I mean, they're stupid. They're definitely stupid. But because they're on all the time, I will admit there are a couple I do enjoy they're 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 all dumb but like it is like a nice background thing sometimes. yeah no i i, I feel like that's a that's an apt description there there's fun background movies i mean i pretty much do the same thing with um like mystery science theater or like an old yeah. like crappy like sci-fi movie like sharknado or lake placid or something like that there so, yeah, so i'm definitely guilty of that there are some that are absolute garbage and there's some that are like actually i kind of like this you actually put the effort in hallmark good for you um but (laughs) good for you hallmark my sister found this uh hallmark generator like a title generator online 
and we were like playing around with it and some of the titles I think there are there are at least one of these titles has to be a Hallmark movie but we found some like it made a couple called like My Christmas Winter and The Getaway Noel and the one that broke my sister I think was um it was called like a card for an envelope or something a card for an envelope <laughs> and I found I ended up making one called My Christmas Christmas which is not as it, it they, but things get really crazy in uh, a Christmas Christmas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but we're not watching Hallmark for this month. Um, well, we might be, but that's on our own time and we live with our parents. So it's like, a, we have to deal with it. Um, but yeah. no, we're, we're talking uh, the new movie that's kind of taken I think taking everyone by storm because everyone's really into it. Uh, Happiest Season, starring Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. Yes, uh, the Hulu original movie that came out this year. Um, I I had seen multiple like trailers and commercials for it, like on YouTube and and such. Um, didn't think much of it at the time because around this time they're just a flood of various christmas movies coming out and also dealing with other stuff because of you know yeah. life and all yeah. this hellstorm abomination of a year um <laughs> but um I, I do remember seeing the trailer for this and it's like oh wow like i, I recognize like multiple people on this movie like it has david from schitt's creek um and yeah. he's he's literally David from Shed's Creek. He, he's the exact same character, and I thought that was hilarious. I I actually, that's what my parents thought, and I think in some ways, yes, but there were a lot of things he did. There were a couple things in particular that he did that I'm like, David would never, never do this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I remember I read a long time ago, I, a couple months back, I saw something that said like, about the Kristen Stewart's, like, a lesbian holiday movie or something, and I'm like, oh, okay, and then I saw that Dan Levy was in it and I'm like, I need to watch this now. I then really <laughs> had to watch it, but then I watched the trailer and I, I was, um, yeah, I was excited and I, but I was definitely, I'll admit, yeah, I agree. It was a lot of people I knew. It was, it's a very star studded cast. Um, but I'm obsessed with Daniel Levy. So of course I'm like, Oh yeah. I no, he, he, watch it. He, he he pretty much every scene that he was in i thought was insanely hilarious like whenever uh kristen stewart called him for like advice it's like oh yeah totally checking up on the fish now if i wanted one exactly like this where would i go about getting it because <laughs> like, he forgot yeah. to feed the fish that he was supposed to be pet sitting and it died so it's like yeah how, how where would i get an identical fish for this you know what i'll just google it <laughs> Dan, yeah, Daniel Levy and Mary Holland, who plays one of the sisters, I think were definitely the best part about the movie. Um, mm. They were the they were the they were the comic relief. They were the comedy. I felt like this movie. Every time I laughed, it was because of them. Yeah, it no, I the, the sister really Jane character. was probably one of my favorite characters aside from Dan Levy. Um, it it was just she was like the quirky younger sister that the parents just kind of didn't really acknowledge that much. Cause she didn't really have like anything like brag worthy because pretty much the whole movie revolves around the dad uh, played by uh, Victor Garber, uh, who was in like Titanic and yeah, I mainly know him as um, uh, from the show legends of tomorrow, the, the CW show. <laughs> 
Um, Garber is one of those actors that just sneaks his way into everything. He's yeah, like, no, almost I, I, like a Gary Cole or a, a Terry Crews for a while. Just they, I, I feel like I see them in a lot. I see him in a lot of things. He's definitely a character actor type, but he he is definitely like distinguishable enough from like a lot of like background character actors that he he is more like oh like he he has a face that you recognize and he's very competent in whatever role that he's in he, he's got a very like commanding like respectful authority to him which i thought was really cool for this but yeah he, he's pretty much just like the whole story is revolving around him running for mayor of like his hometown and is like bragging and like showing off his like uh, his daughter's harper played by Mackenzie davis and his uh daughter um uh jane no not jane um Oh Alison Bree Sloan. 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 Um, yes, I was like, "What's her yeah. name?" Oh my god. Uh, uh, Annie from from Community. Community. Um, it's like, oh my god, why am I blanking on her name? Uh, because he's like, it's like, oh, I'm I'm totally a family man. Family is important to me, and like, oh, like she's a a, a successful like businesswoman. She went to law school, and now she makes uh, gift baskets with her husband and her two children. Um, and and my daughter harper she she like works for like the the, the boston gazette or something like that she's a, I, or philip it was philadelphia she writes she writes she's a writer that's yeah she yeah she's a writer and she's like wrote some like pretty like impressive articles like oh yeah let me let me show them off and then they just kind of like ignore jane and all she's done is like like work on a fantasy book for the past 10 years and whenever she talks about it to everyone they just kind of like Okay, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, this is a fucked up family. Oh, 100%. Like, super dysfunctional to the point where uh, it, it seems very emotionally abusive because they're, everyone's just kind of competing for affection and love from the parents. Because, so, like, if you're, not, yeah. if, you're not worth, if you're not worth bragging about, then, then you're basically, like, dead to them. <laughs> So if you're unaware of the plot, basically Kristen Stewart, uh, her name, her character is Abby. She is in a relationship with Mackenzie Davis, uh, Harper, and uh, during kind of a they're like I don't know they're having a really nice night, and Harper just says, "Hey, you should come home with me for the holidays," and she on the way there tells her. She, you can see after she asked her that she was being, she's acting kind of weird about it, realizing, because she realizes she shouldn't have invited her because her family does not know that she uh, is gay. And so, <gasps> what uh, a twist. Uh, Kristen Stewart has to pretend to be her, like, just her friend who had nowhere else yeah, her, to go. Her yeah, orphan her, her friend. Roommate, yeah. And, <laughs> and um, she's, you know, throughout the movie, re- seeing, like, she's a different person when she's at home. And part of that's because she is obviously closeted when she goes home, but she also is, she she has to put on a facade for everybody. This is kind of how she was. And I think the idea is this is how she was. And with Kristen Stewart, that is how she is. But obviously Kristen Stewart's never seen this side of her. And so it creates this whole thing. And it's, this is I want to make it clear this is a very important movie cuz it's long overdue. We have a lesbian rom-com. Um we've had a, there are a couple uh comedies of like 
with like gay characters and I actually when yeah. we started watching it I watched this with my parents and my dad's like oh it's like the birdcage yeah I was like, about yeah. to say it, it, it's very kind of reminiscent of of yeah. that movie where it's Robin Williams and Nathan Lane are a gay couple in Florida and they're pretending to be straight to when the approval of like their their the, sons their son like, is uh engaged to a conservative senator daughter and so yeah, they're and, trying to and is yeah. like trying to get their approval and like their blessing but at the same time it's like because because he has like very like anti like like an anti-gay stance yes like like very like like very strong like republican conservative like as as yeah. stereotypical as you can get about it yeah uh, this is like reverse birdcage is like one of my all-time favorite movies i didn't even think about that till my dad brought it up and i realized this is like it's like backwards uh birdcage because it's not the parents trying to win the approval of the other parents it's this is a more typical the uh you know meeting the parents and trying to win their approval in a sense but obviously they don't know that she's trying to whatever because she they're unaware that their daughter is gay yeah because uh, at, yeah. at some point like the mom's like oh hey it's colin what a coincidence and it's like her like like uh ex-boyfriend from from high school is like what a coincidence you should eat with us and it's just like very clear that she like planned this whole thing out because he even says like wow what a coincidence you be here what are you yeah. talking about you told me to meet you meet you guys here at seven it's like ah uh, uh, yeah. very um, very clever mom uh and yeah, you yeah, know that whole thing. Yeah, there's kind of there's that storyline of so as Kristen Stewart is, you know, she's 100% a fish out of water. She's surrounding her. She's surrounded by all these people she doesn't know, and even the and the thing is, even if like let's say they were she, uh, what's so Mackenzie Davis character, uh harper let's say she was out she is still kristen stewart is spending her holiday with people she doesn't know she's surrounded by all these other people that she doesn't know who harper knows all of them because they're her like pre her high school friends and whatever yeah. and like there there gets to be a storyline where because harper is standing to spend time with her friends and her ex-boyfriend which we obviously know nothing's going on with them because harper's gay but yeah but, well I, I they never i don't think it's ever especially is it established that she's like specifically a lesbian or is she like bisexual because like she did date this guy and it seems like they she is i i wasn't clear on that when watching this is like oh is there like actual like a chance of like that happening because it it seemed like kristen stewart like thought that for like a good chunk of this movie that they were like it's like, oh, she's like really like getting friendly and like reconnecting with this guy. It's like, is this actually a thing? And I was very confused because at the very end, she does say that she is a lesbian. It's just like, so wait, then why was Kristen Stewart worrying? So I, she says, I think the implication that she's gay and the boyfriend was just her, he, he was her boyfriend, but obviously she probably by this point knew that she was at least she was probably knew she wasn't straight because we found out we also find out we meet uh aubrey plaza character uh riley riley and she explains to she kind of i really liked her character a lot and i guess a lot of people i didn't know this but a lot of people wanted them to end up together 
which I didn't really, my mom even's like, oh, are they going to get together? And my first, I first I was like, I don't know. I haven't seen it. But also I'm like, no, have we all, have, haven't we all seen rom-coms? Don't we know how they go? Like, like part of me would like, I figure that's like, oh, is like, I, I thought that she was going to be like a lot more of a, like she was going to get a lot more of a happy ending that she did in the movie. Like, I'm not saying that she got like the short end of the stick in it, but it just seemed that uh, Arby Plaza's character was like, all right, I'm just like the catalyst to just like push you guys together and also be kind of like the wedge to make it seem like I'm driving you apart, even though that's clearly not her intention. Yeah, I, she was probably, uh, yeah, Dan, I, I go, Dan Levy and, uh, so Mary Holland. So what, what's his, okay, John is Dan Levy's character. Jane is the mm-hmm. sister, the quirky sister. And Riley yeah. is Arby Praza. I really, really liked I, I, it's one of those three are my favorite. I think Riley in terms of the story might be my favorite just cause she, we, so we find out because we find out when we first meet her that she and Harper were together. She then explains to uh, Abby's Kristen Stewart. She explains to her, we were best friends when we were kids. And then when we got to high school. We became more than friends, but obviously we couldn't tell anybody and they would leave each other like love notes in their lockers. And then one day, one of uh, Harper's friends found them and, you know, being, and, and Harper responded by just going, Oh, that's, she must be in love with me. That's crazy. Blah, blah. And they all turned on her for being, they all turned on Riley for being gay. Yeah. She, she basically like outed her and then just like, Oh yeah, no, like I'm, I'm totally, totally straight, straight as an arrow. Like there's nothing, nothing, which... gay about me and it's like yeah that's that's really shitty it's like after like hearing that it's like wow harper kind of sucks that's that i know that was like that's so shitty that's that's very high school bullshit i mean i can i only can imagine that that's something that she has to, i mean obviously riley it probably took the most it took the toll on her in a sense because she's the one that actually had to deal with it and face it whereas harper was just to cover to cover, to cover yeah, up cover her, her tracks. Ass, cover her tracks. She is the one that has to deal with the fact that she outed her. She outed Riley. Her, yeah, her like her like best friend. Yeah. And um, I but I realized you know Riley could have been uh kind of a villain trying to get her revenge, trying to yeah trying to create a wedge between them. And Harper thinks that that's what's happening ish. Because she sees like Abby and Har, she sees Abby and uh, he wanted to call her Harper for some reason. Abby and Riley like <laughs> hanging out a couple times. They talk at like the Christmas party, and it's like, and yeah, she, and she's like sees them like shopping together, like in towns. Like she doesn't know anyone else in town. This is like the yes. only person that she's can kind of relate to. And I was thinking every time I'm at a party when I don't know anybody, and then I like make a friend, that person's your ally tell you have to leave because it is horrible it's awkward to just to to meet new people when you're around when you know no one that this is a very normal thing this is like this is what happens when you go to a place where you don't know anybody and i was kind of like what do you expect of her harper you are like constantly hanging out with people you know kind of leaving her a little bit in the dust and then on top of that you're like it just it was more pissing me off that then when uh abby approaches her about it saying hey like you got in really late what's going on and she says like i need space it's like um 
It's like, what's your problem? Like, it's like, bitch. It was just very like uh, nothing. I don't. I didn't think anything on Abby's end. She did not do anything wrong, and Riley no, absolutely do wrong. Harper was the one that I can understand. I can get why you said you didn't really like Harper, and I, I didn't hate her, but I can understand why people didn't love her. Yeah, no, I, like I, I was watching this with my sister, and she was like, "Wow, Harper's just kind of the worst." And it's like, yeah, I kind of agree with you that she's just like going. It seems like she was just going out of her way to be like nah, like, I don't think this is working out. And it, like, there was, like, a conversation where, like, it made it seem like, are they, are they, is she trying to, like, break up with her? Like, what's going on? Well, there gets to a point at the, towards the end, uh, at the Christmas party that is, that uh, Harper's family is throwing, where, um, she's, like, kind of still talking, talking with her boyfriend, whatever. And, yeah, for someone who, we know we know that she's not interested in him. I didn't really think there was any information. There wasn't anything present to make me think that, oh, maybe she was still she still liked him or anything. I thought she was just being friendly. It did seem that she was he wanted to get back together kind of. And Oh she yeah, no. He he absolutely was giving off those vibes. She wasn't really doing anything. I don't think she was doing anything to make it clear that she wanted to get back together, but she wasn't doing anything to dispute that or say i'm sorry i'm not interested right right away the first like uh they're at another event in the beginning and abby is approached by some guy at the bar and he trying to flirt with her and she's like, oh i'm not interested in meeting anybody and i'm like yeah well you know you could just say i'm not interested and then if he keeps coming it's that's his issue but like you he she wasn't doing anything to tell him to back off and so finally abby just kind of snaps and says i'm done i'm leaving this is there she does try to wants to leave and it costs her so much to leave so she's like i guess yeah. i'm just sticking out I'm like that would suck and uh then harper basically says like i'm like i'm not into him and then she i was like i see you with riley and she's like i'm not into riley and you know yeah it's the only riley's the only person i've become friends with who knows 100 percent what's going on Mary is the uh Mary Holland is the actress. I keep on just call her Mary. Jane is the sister that uh <laughs> like Sloane is very suspicious. I mean, she and uh Harper are really competitive and yeah. I can't blame her for being so competitive, but things we'll get there a little in a second, but uh she I think goes way too far uh sloan 100 <laughs> uh, she she was just i i don't know i don't honestly don't have a nice word to say about her in the entirety of this movie she was just a very uh she was cold like, she was she was very... a, she was like she was a very manipulative person and her children are evil okay okay Okay, hang on a second, because I want to finish this thought. Because so anyway, yeah. um, Abby and Harper are basically having like their. It's in the it's in the trailer of of Harper saying like I'm, you know, terrified if I come out that I'm gonna lose them, and and she makes it clear like this isn't just like we had to fight, we had to compete for love and affection, which is such bullshit that is horrible yeah, parenting that is that is 100 um, horrible parenting and this is when sloan walks in and she sees them like they're like about to kiss or whatever and she's already pretty suspicious and i think she already kind of thought this but this just confirmed her 
thoughts of, oh, my sister's gay and oh, oh, okay, this is gonna just she just she just wants so desperately to beat her sister Be- and get her affection. She, she, and I can't yeah. and I say, this is again, this don't and then she they get into this whole fight and we on the way to the fight find out that we see uh uh, her husband is making out with uh some uh for, i don't know she was a person that we've met earlier i don't remember her name but i i think she was like a donor for like yeah her dad's campaign or something like that she was like someone like like helping him out and like getting ahead politically and it was like a, a, a major player on that and um, yeah and they end up fighting that leads them to the main room where everybody's is the living room or whatever yeah. and she just like goes harper's a lesbian and and she just no i'm not a lesbian (laughs) no like yeah no i i also kind of want to just like dissect this real quick yeah um what was her plan after that it's like i'm going to make this huge scene out my sister and pretty much destroy my entire father's political career and then i will be the the favorite daughters like is that how you think that's gonna play out that's like, a that's good not, point. I think it's like she wasn't thinking I don't, that far. No, <laughs> I don't think anyone was thinking that far. It was just there's no way that you were going to come out on top in this situation by fighting, physically fighting your sister in front of all of her, like your father's political constituents and potential donors and voters, making a huge scene, making both of you seem psychotic by just actually like throwing like furniture and like bashing a painting over each other's head and just like oh by the way she's a lesbian and it's like i okay like even if that is true because like harper says that it's like no that's not true she's lying it's like even if she does agree to that it's like you're still the bitch in this situation I, when, by outing your sister. That, I, There's no way you can win in this in the eyes of anyone watching this. That is horrible. And I can't, the fact that like within, you know, I don't want to get there yet, but like uh, later we kind of find out they all, they kind of all have their, okay, we all need to talk. We have these issues. And, and I'm just like, Harper, how are you I don't know. There needs to be some kind of Sloan just outed you or attempted to out you in front of everybody. And it's like, that's, that's so low. That's not, you don't, you don't out somebody like I No, that is, that is when a, I was like, extremely messed up thing to do. I was like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, And then she did. It was horrible. But like, Oh God. But I, right. Yeah. From the beginning though, we, we meet her and, she's very cold she is just very she's just live. she and you, i can you know again this is a family that everybody is essentially in a nutshell we find out everybody is competing or harper and sloan are constantly competing for their parents and obviously harper is the the golden child because yeah like everything she does is perfect whereas uh uh sloan could have probably either been there or in league with harper but because they like oh they said yeah she graduated at harvard law school and then now she makes like gift baskets or something which is okay that's her choice that's what she wants to do like but you know it's in i i can like think i can understand like that has to be really shitty to feel like you are not valued at all in your family 
Um, but like, I, yeah, we, from the beginning, she's just very kind of distant and cold from everybody, cold with everybody. And yeah, the kids, fuck those kids. <laughs> I hated yeah, like them. The ki- they're, they're like the kids from The Shining, but worse. I said how they had no personality, and my dad's like, oh, maybe, he said maybe it wasn't a big budget. And he thought I meant that they're acting. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like that's in the script that they just were, they just had no personality. They were like they, as they, cold as their they mom. Were, they were, yeah, they were just creepy, emotionless kids. They, they literally had no emotion this entire movie. And it, this pissed me off. This was probably... This was probably the one, there wasn't really any major plot or uh, story issues that I had with this other than this one scene because I felt like it wasn't, it was, they they used it for one purpose uh, when they basically say, oh, we need a white elephant for the Christmas party. Everyone needs a white elephant. So um, Kristen and Stewart decides to go shopping and Allison Brie is like, oh, hey, really quickly, can you watch my kids? And the kids put, and she's being so nice to them. You think, oh, maybe she's going to develop a relationship with the kids, get, get some allies. Um, in oh, the and family. also this is like, this is also like after like the kids see Harper in uh, her, her room, like that morning. It's like, why was Auntie Harper hiding in a room? It's like, uh, 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 playing hide and seek. Yeah, that's it. And like she, yeah. she's like quickly covering her tracks. And, um, and yeah, Abby, Abby's trying really hard because she did not know that she was, she thought she was going to meet her girlfriend's family. And we find out in the beginning, she was going to propose and ask her father for her blessing. And Ben is blindsided by the fact that they don't know anything. They don't know that she, they don't know anything about her. They don't know she exists. They don't know she's in a relationship with Harper. And like, she's, and again, she does not want to do this but she's doing this because she loves harper and it's gonna wants to make this easier on her and so she's shopping she's kind of just pleasantly talking with the kids and one of them sticks or though no, they together they put yeah, a, they, they both like a <laughs> necklace or something in her in her bag and it pissed me the fuck off because the next scene she's basically being uh you know, uh, interrogated. interrogated by by mall security who are like way too into their job. It's supposed to be that like recurring joke of like, oh, it's like mall cops, and they're that t- they want their time to shine as like real cops kind of thing. So they're interrogating yeah. a potential thief, and but later, and then later, uh, she goes home and she tells Harper like, I didn't do it, and Harper's like, No, I know, but they still. Uh, so-and-so still thinks you shouldn't come to the event tonight so whatever and yeah the, the the entire family thinks that that she did in fact steal it and like eventually like the mom's like hey like i haven't seen my brooch oh my now, i'm not God. gonna be mad but would you have anything to do like would you know anything about that it's like oh no it's like okay well if it happens to mysteriously appear i'm not going to i'm not going to ask any questions like why everyone in this movie is so beyond petty and passive aggressive that it actually kind of annoyed me for a little bit. And, uh, they, but the whole reason they had that scene was because they needed a, they needed a, an excuse for Abby to not go to the event so she could run into Riley 
and find out what about Riley and Harper's history. And that's yeah. information we needed. That was important. But I think I just didn't like that it was this whole thing that to me was just such bullshit. And from these evil little kids who at the very <laughs> end and like the last, like, you know, it's Christmas and everything's a lot better now. They say like, we're the ones that stole it. We're sorry. And I'm just like, you guys committed a crime. This isn't just like admitting you like you, you put something in someone else's bag and they like, I mean, all got i mean got arrested i don't know if that's the term but arrested at the I, mall. I, I, like, I, like, like she probably she probably had to like pay for it or something but everyone there thought that she was a thief like the rest of the week it just pissed me off because it wasn't that necessary i thought there could have been another excuse like the mom's like uh mary steenbergen is the mom she could have and she yeah she's very petty and very uh, like wants everything to be just so imperfect and she has a family that is not perfect and she's like desperately trying to hide it in a sense. And yeah. they could have easily been like, uh, oh, sorry, you can't go because we didn't. You came at the last minute, which is bullshit. But that's like a better excuse than this whole sequence that I didn't think very funny. I just found it. I was really agitated, if anything. Yeah, it was just. It seemed that everyone was going out of their way. It's like, no, we're doing it the, the same way that we always do things. So sorry if uh that is inconvenient but it was just everything was going by this like pre-structured like traditional plan it's like oh we need to do this um this family photo and of course nothing was working the way that it was supposed to Mm -hmm. uh uh, and that was another thing that kind of annoyed me was every time the mom asked for uh, a family picture uh and asked abby to do it. it's like no no too blurry it's like it she it seemed like nothing abby did was good enough yeah uh and and it was really kind of funny that the mom was going so overboard with um doing like instagram pictures for the campaign oh yeah um i thought that i thought that was really funny it's like oh we need to show that your your dad's a family man so i've been taking a lot of pictures for instagram to to give give a behind the scenes look at everything i will say with the family picture i mean the excuse there could be that you know none of the pictures were good enough and then at the end when harper's out and everything everything's out in the open and they're finally like actually being a family Harper, Abby tries to be the one to take the picture or whatever. She stands back or whatever. And they're like, no, come on in. Like, they kind of finally, oh, they're actually a family now. So I think that's probably the uh, idea for that. But no, I agree that the, that the mom, that was, the mom character was just very, was trying overly, so, overly petty. petty. I, I felt like everyone was kind of petty. The only characters that weren't petty were, I, I didn't, I didn't have an issue with Kristen Stewart's character. I didn't have an issue with Riley um uh jane could do nothing wrong in my eyes jane and 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 john were banter were so great they were the best part about the movie jane though i realized she kind of during the christmas party when uh sloan outs harper and harper says no i'm not i'm not gay what are you talking about and this is kind of when things like really are getting really going south and abby just is like so done and like the fact that i will say in harper's defense that is a shitty way to come out but um it's the point of that it was on the table and she still just wouldn't do it so i understand 
Abby's issue and she runs out and John goes after her. But um, they take uh, Jane's painting that she donated for brought that brought for the white elephant and the, yeah. drops it and and rips like throws it against her sister and rips it in half and Jane just snaps and says like I worked so hard on that and you just destroyed it like it was nothing and yeah it's like I put a hundred hours into that I'm tired of being ignored and part of this family so she starts fighting it's like I will not be ignored and then, yeah. I want to be included but then later when Harper <laughs> officially comes out and then and then uh Ab Sloan says uh my husband and I are getting a divorce and I didn't tell you because I knew you guys would make you guys upset and Jane says, I have no secrets, but I'm a part of this family. Yeah, it's like, but I'm an ally. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was so sweet. Especially because, I mean, I realized that the thing is, Sloan and Harper are constantly competing. And they're also constantly trying to hide their, what's their true selves or what's really going on in their lives from their family. Whereas Jane doesn't. She doesn't, she has all the cards out on the table She's not hiding anything, and she's the one that pays the price, because in her family, she is kind of the weird one, the black sheep, that she's the yeah, least she, favorite. She, not even not even just how Harper's the favorite, she's the least favorite. Yeah. And, yeah. Which, I, I, I don't understand why. Like, there's nothing really wrong with her. Like, she's quirky and a little odd, but, like, there's nothing, like, inherently wrong with her. Like, she's not, like an alcoholic like she's not like a, a compulsive liar she's not yeah any of these things that would be like a very like red flag or like a, a very negative thing for anything so i never understood why the whole family kind of just like more or less kind of like ignores her and just kind of treats her like a, a basically just kind of like a servant just like oh she like fixes the router like the internet would not work uh without her here it's like really that's the only nice thing you have to say about your daughter i think it was just the yeah it's just the <laughs> I, I i lost my train of thought <laughs> but yeah no i think i sorry I think, I think it's the idea of like yeah she's quirky there's nothing inherently wrong with her she is just the quirky one but she does not fit the mom's idea of what a perfect family is. Uh, yeah. Which, that's, that's, that's very, that's sad. That's horrible. And yeah. I, yeah, I mean, to be fair, this family is pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, I do love the scene when after everybody, everything's on the table and, uh, Victor Garber goes into his office and Mary Steenberg and, I can never say her last name. What's her last name? It's like uh, the yeah. the mom, Mary Steen. I, I think Mary it's Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, she. Yeah, I'm, yeah, Steenburgen. She basically goes to him and says, and and I appreciate that she admits that they are wrong, um, and says yeah. like, one of our daughters didn't tell us that she was getting divorced because she didn't want us to, she didn't she didn't think we would like approve or understand and our other daughter is just heartbroken right now because she wasn't comfortable telling us who she really is and and then she says that we gave up on jane when she was in preschool and i'm like what yeah we gave up on her because she she wouldn't stop biting people in preschool it's like it's like dude what it's just <laughs> 
but I do appreciate that they admit like they did something they they set this all in motion because they they basically set their daughters to a standard that they cannot they can't they can't they can't do it like it's not it's not that they don't want to it's that that they're not those people and that's okay and that's kind of at the end like it all like the, the next morning when it's christmas everything's inherently better and great and whatnot um we i know we've talked a little bit but i really want to we got to spend a lot of time talking about john who's a daniel levy's character who is yeah he was absolutely hilarious in this he movie. is uh so abby's best friend and uh you're i gotta say everyone you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't watch Shit's creek um it's really funny it's very dan levy is a really he's he's the creator writer producer and stars as david in the show and um my and my parents were making the comment that he's a lot like david in this and i'm like oh 100 the, the thing is i i in some parts yes i think part of it's his voice um but i think because of his voice it's just one of those voices that like it's gonna be i really do want to see him play something really dramatic i think it's because his voice um because also because of his Shit's creek background it's got this like comical like sound to it so it's always gonna sound he's always gonna sound like he's trying to be funny if that makes sense yeah i, I can kind of understand that not i'm not trying to be like rude he's got a great voice i just, no, no, I just he, he has a very yeah. distinct voice yeah no i'm i'm, I'm not talking shit about him either i i totally i totally know where you're coming from but yeah no it, it would be really interesting kind of seeing him in a more dramatic role rather than just kind of being the gay friend because it, it, it did feel like he was kind of um stereotyped a little bit in this yeah yeah like in i mean in Shit's creek we kind of see him more in certain aspects and he even says it he's damaged and has only really been in relationships where people didn't really care about him. So when there's a really, if you haven't seen it, there's a really beautifully written uh, queer love story in it with him and uh, Noah, Noah Reed is the other actor. Um, and, and this, so he's obviously in that he's very comfortable with who he is and very confident, but this, like, he's even more confident and i felt like there's a scene in particular that this is why i can't say he's 100 percent david because it was something that david would never do um he says makes a joke earlier in the movie how he tracks everybody oh his yeah life. <laughs> and it's like if the nsa can do it then so can i and uh when abby calls him saying i can't what am i supposed to do it's gonna cost me so much money to leave should i just stick it out and then the next day he comes to take her home, which I'm like, that's, that's a really dope friend. She did not ask him to do that. He drove yeah. however many miles to come get her out of the situation she's in. And also while he's supposed to be pet sitting for her. Oh, yeah. So she asks, he, she, I guess is a pet sitter. She, I thought that was just her job. And she brings up earlier in the movie that she's taking like a grad student uh, at doing like art history at like Carnegie Mellon and yeah I will say this is a this is my own personal pet peeve I don't like when uh dialogue or characters or whatever I don't like when the movie gets very specific about something that is irrelevant and I know it's not a big deal and it's 
it's just the because it when you get specific that makes it sound like oh is this relevant to something is this going to come up again is there there's no reason for it so and i know that this is just my own pet peeve it was just something that like it came up and then it never was brought up again and if it was brought up like she's studying or something or some other way like this is what's going on in her life then that would have been one thing but it came up and we had no there was no clue about it prior and there was no thing ever mentioned about it again so um, although i feel like it was kind of brought up in like an appropriate time because it was like her like main way to like connect and like relate to um uh the the dad at dinner because she was like oh i'm great with parents but we never saw like any evidence of that happening uh so it's like oh yeah like i'm doing this for like carnegie mellon's like oh like i remember like before i did law school i took all the money i had and i went to paris for a month and just went to all the museums and like that was like their big like connecting moment and then the rest of the movie okay. he wasn't really there, there wasn't really any moment like that between Abby and the dad. It was just him focusing on his campaign and more or less like shoehorning the girls, uh, his daughters into like, oh, look at how awesome my daughters are. I'm a great family man. And just kind of being like this like kind of shitty dad. Like okay. that was like, that was yeah. like really like the only scene where he seemed like, okay, so he is human. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, uh, if that yeah, makes sense. No, I do. I, and it wasn't that it was wrong. I think it's just my own pet peeve because when I hear something specific, I think, oh, is this... I will say there are situations I've heard it where it was just an... Un... It was so unnecessary. And this was just, oh, so she's not... A... Her... a dog walker is just what she's doing now to, like, pay for, like, help pay for, like, college or whatever. That makes... Yeah. that It more cleared that up because... uh I was just like, oh, she's a dog walker. That's or she's a pet sitter, I guess. And jo- and that's the whole the reason that whole thing comes up is because John is going to wa- watch all the pets for her while she's out of town. And every time, and when, whenever she calls him, he so like there's one particular time where she calls him and he is scooping out dead fish from a tank. And he's like, um, oh, Seth, like you said before, side note, uh, how do I go, where would I go to get fish that look exactly like these ones? And then yeah. later when she calls in saying, hey, should I stick it out? He's buying new fish. <laughs> he's at the pet store. It's like, thank you. It's like, um, I'll call you back. Click. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. he. Oh, and he's also like, he works as like a, like a publisher for like a, like a book like a company so he like works with like various authors and it just so happens jane has been working on this fantasy book for like the past 10 years it's like wait oh i hope this happens when did the publishing thing come up again like pretty much like the first time like he showed up in uh like when talking with um uh not riley kristen stewart's character abby when uh she's telling him like oh yeah i'm like gonna go and uh uh spend christmas with like um harper's family and uh getting the engagement ring is like and then he goes on like the whole is like you can't own a person being going through like the whole like feminist kind of like spiel of like no like it's just like a very like patriarchal like institutions like oh okay uh and and like yeah abby more or less just dismissing that it's like no like this is like i want to 
this is my way of like showing how much I I love her. Like I wanna I wanna spend my life with her. Like that whole thing. It's like yeah. I wanna ask like the father's blessing. It's like, oh my god, you can't ask permission to to own a person. She's not a rice cooker. I um, cause I didn't. Okay, because I went at the end. You, you yeah, forgot like, about the, the, the whole, like, publishing thing? And my mom and dad are like, we're all like, wait, so why is he helping out with Jane and her book? And then, like, late, but we'll say the day before, uh, so, like, Christmas, because he shows up to uh, take uh, Abby home, and then, I mean, we'll get back there in a uh, second. Yeah, and all, all that, all, that, that and whole then he, thing happens. I guess he just stays the night, which makes sense. But then the next Christmas, he seems to be there, and he's hanging out with Jane, which my parents are like, wait, so like, are they together? I'm like, I would think not, but <laughs> I do love that they have, they're interacting, because, like, they're both, they're both funny and They're quirky. both the best characters um, of this movie. But, uh, he ends up, but anyway, he comes to the house to, uh, take he's gonna bring her home because she wants to come home and uh right he walks in and he goes abby abby like and then like <laughs> and screams and i'm like right there david would never do that david would uncomfortably walk around and looking at everybody david wouldn't scream someone's name that moment right there i'm like that's not david but um that but, yeah, i mean it was it, funny it, but right after that we get that scene of uh, the mom is like, "Oh, are you Ab- are you Abby's ex boyfriend?" Because she it, says that she just got out of a long relationship. He's like, "Uh, yeah." And, yeah, he changes his voice to like deeper. It's <laughs> like, uh, "Yes, I am. I am Abby's heterosexual boyfriend, and I've come to take her back." And it's like, oh, "Okay, well, I know you're not invited, but uh, why not? You can stay here." It's like, "Oh, thank you. You're a great host." And it's like, "I nailed that, and she is fantastic." I just <laughs> like, love that. Uh, it's like, do you know how humans talk? <laughs> it's like, "Oh, yes, I'm, I'm, uh, my, I'm a heterosexual man, and, uh, and I'm a girlfriend I'm, that I'm, I'm very intra- attracted to sexually." And she's like, a woman. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, and then he's just like, "I nailed that." <laughs> uh, um. Uh. But I do, but he also, like, he is a solid friend. And when... Oh, 100%. When uh, he ends up, what we did love, when uh, Abby and Harper go off and kind of are having a fight and they're trying to, it's kind of that last little, can this get fixed before things really go to hell? Um, We see uh, John, like, flirting with, uh, we're Uh, attempting to flirt with the the boyfriend. the, yeah, ex-boyfriend. the ex-boyfriend and he's like so he's do like, you pump iron yeah how, uh do you yeah how much uh like two thousand <laughs> which is like i was it was i don't remember what the number was but it was a very it's like, high like, number it's like oh like a, like a thousand pounds and it's like oh like and he like feels up his arms like oh wow that's 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 an impressive mass it's like uh yeah what and in this scene where uh uh when Sloane outs Harper and then she says, what are you talking about? No, I'm not, I'm not gay. And Abby is just so done. And she walks out and John goes after her and they have this really nice talk where, so it meant it before it kind of talks about how her parents, both of her parents have passed away. And she says like, we were all, we were of course, we had our traditions. We're really into Christmas. And obviously when they died, I wasn't into it anymore. And they basically have a discussion about like what coming out coming out and 
Yeah, says, I, I, I really liked that scene. I really liked the scene a lot, too, because he basically says, what, what happened when you came out to your parents? And at first, because of the situation, I thought she was going to say, I didn't get to because they died before I could. Cause she, and But no, she says, I did, and they said they loved me. And then he says, well, okay, when I came out, my dad kicked me out, and we didn't talk for years. So everybody's story is different. And so it's not, you know, I really, it was a very, it, like. It's, yeah, it's like, I understand, like, her fears. And it's like, but I also understand where you're coming from because I'm your friend. And this is a very frustrating situation to have to hide yourself again. And it was just, yeah, no, it, it was a very kind of somber moment of, like, no, like, not everyone's story is the same. It's not as simple of, like, oh, like, I'm gay it's okay we love you all the same like everyone is has widely different opinions about uh these kind of situations so it's not as straightforward as telling them because you never know how someone's going to react because when they mentioned that uh, uh at dinner the first night that riley's gay and they make it seem like it's like oh that that's uh that's a uh such a shame. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like such su- such a shame, and and kind of talking down about her her personal lifestyle choices, which also super shitty thing to do. And mm-hmm. it's just like it was just scenes like that where it's like, wow, I really don't like these parents and this family. Uh, except Jane, she can do no wrong. Jane no, for life. Jane, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jane, Jane for life. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, yeah. she's like the best part of that family. No, be she real. is. She is one hundred percent like she is a she is a precious cinnamon roll, and I felt so bad for her. Was she was she the youngest? I thought she was. Uh, I thought she was the youngest. I thought um I I forgot I meant to go back. I watched this about a week ago, so I watched this I, like Thanksgiving weekend. You watched this yesterday, right? I I yeah I watched this last night after a lot of trial and error of getting Hulu to work. Um, but. I'm pretty sure when Harper comes and she says something like, I want to see my, maybe she said big sister. I thought she said my little or my baby sister or my little sister. I'll double check. She could be, she could very well be the youngest. Uh, It's she's definitely Sloan's the oldest for sure. Like that one. Yes. 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 Sloan is the oldest. Aubrey Plaza or no, uh, Alison Brie. Alison Brie. Uh, I'm mixing up all my community stars. We we have, okay. We have, uh, we have someone from Community. We have someone from Parks and Rec. We have someone from Shit's Creek. We have someone from uh uh actually wait Mackenzie Davis. I uh, she's she's not. I don't think she's really done. No, she did one comedy that I've seen. It's another. I think it was her. It's a rom com uh, called What If. It was with uh, Daniel Radcliffe and uh, uh, oh, Adam Driver was the other person in it. It was okay. I feel like I saw this. I don't know. She's like one of those people that I feel like I see her in some stuff. I feel like, like I, I think I was like, oh, her. Like I, I know I kind of recognize her, but it's not anything that like I watch all the time. I think she was in like what one of the newer Terminators or. Um, yeah, like yeah, she was like she's like uh the the Kyle Reese of like the new Terminator movie. Uh, and you can take that for what you will. Uh, oh. I, I personally haven't seen that but, uh, um, new Terminator movie. But, I, uh, I gave yeah. I gave up after the the previous one with like Matt Tennant, or not <laughs> Matt Tennant, Matt Smith. 
Oh, Matt Smith. Matt, I, oh, I, David Tennant and Matt Smith. I, <laughs> you blurred I mix your up, doctors I, I, together. I, com- I, com- I, com- I combined the doctor. <laughs> the uh, ultimate yeah. doctor, Matt Tennant. <laughs> Matt Tennant. Um, but yeah, this is a very, I mean, and Mary, Mary Steenberg, um, Mary Steenbergen is, Virgin is, she's been in like uh, a lot of comedies. Like she was in The Proposal. She was in, uh, I think What Happened to Morgans was another one. She's in, she uh, was, she's in Book Club. I didn't see that. That's she's in um, uh, Back ones. to the Future Part 3. Oh, I think, oh, okay. I yeah, she's, she's, she's the, uh, the, the teacher that Doc Brown falls in love with. I haven't seen the third Back to the Future, so sorry. I saw. I think I saw one. Scene anyway, um, she's in a lot of comedy. Victor Garber. I mean, Victor Garber's been in everything, so I, he probably has done more comedies. Uh, but it's. I know, like even me, I'm just like this is a very everybody. Everyone in this is like from something that I've seen, is what I'm getting at. Um, but uh, anyway, so after. I do kind of like this next scene because this is when you already talked about this, but when uh, finally Harper comes out and Sloane, uh, you know, also comes out and basically saying what's going on in her life. And she basically then goes to Harper, Abby, like I did it. I came out and, but it's kind of by this point though, Abby, it's just still kind of done. Like, yeah, she, she pretty much is like, no, I'm done. I'm out. It's Peace. not even just that it's, it's, and I, I'm still trying to kind of, because I get it, but I also am still like, because yeah, it's not just that she came out. Yeah, she came out, but the issue, the bigger issue prior to that, it it was more about, because she was fine with, okay, we'll get through Christmas and you're going to tell your parents at some other time because they're dealing with uh, campaigning and whatnot. It became more about, she doesn't seem to be this person that I, that I love, that I thought I knew, like, you know and she's kind of completely sunk back into her how she was before she left and obviously this is not the person that she wants to be with so if that's the person then it's irrelevant whether she's gay or not she doesn't want to be with this person and i do kind of love this scene because the sisters are consoling uh harper Harper. and then i keep wanting to call her abby for some reason i don't know i keep (laughs) i keep mixing up everybody's names we got harper and abby and riley these are all very very typical girl names yet for some reason i'm like blurring them all together um uh uh john and uh abby stop at a gas station and harper pulls up and she's like how'd you find me oh i tracked you john show me how and then he just kind of just like side eyes like oh and then you know i love you and and i'm sorry and 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 han solo i know <laughs> and and then uh it's next day at Christmas and Victor Garber got uh uh so Anna I think it's Anna Gasteyer he's trying to get her to be a donor or to she, yeah she to pledge money to his campaign and, for for running for mayor and she calls and she says uh you know like she's in except she can uh basically Harper you know still be in the closet or don't ask don't tell is what she says and obviously he just says like no or he then just says uh it didn't work out which is like yeah it's not it's not gonna work out like, we'll figure it out like good job it's <laughs> like, like all right finally. you are now redeemed i mean the mom was worse i think for him it was more of the mom is trying to make everything perfect for him and 
obviously that affects him that that is a just as much he is just as much to blame but it was more of the mom was doing creating all the trying so hard to make a place that is that works for him but not for their kids and then they realize oh hey this is shitty parroting let's stop and <laughs> and then it's a year later and uh they're engaged and that uh, movie movie's over yeah and uh during the i i thought this was actually really cool during the end credits we see a bunch of the uh pictures from the mom's instagram feed throughout the movie and it's like oh like here's like uh, uh harper and abby is like engagement photo and like uh, uh ted won his election and uh this is jane and john at uh, a signing of like their book and just like all the, all these like different like monumental events of like oh wow like our our lives are like you know everyone kind of got their own happy ending yeah and it's like oh like this is us at a uh a, a pride pride uh pride parade and it's like oh wow they really came around they're they're like they're all allies now like jane <laughs> i don't think i i don't think i watched all of the credits um but i was it they were the actual i'll go back i'm gonna go back and check though because in the very beginning actually we didn't talk about this there were these like picture it was like it was supposed to be kind of like uh like a storybook kind of like pictures like the design of it of harper and abby like up until that point like of them like meeting and them dating and i'm like that's that's adorable and i love the design it looked it looked really it was very it looked kind of like and i think this was the point it looks like those like christmas like picture books that you give kids it's this very like yeah. it looked like it's this very like it's supposed to look colorful but it's all supposed to look kind of old-fashioned it was really uh it was it was it was really beautiful it was really well done um so kevin yes do you think this movie anything about this movie was that felt real to you um i i i thought the movie was pretty well represented of like the whole fish out of water story with like Kristen Stewart. I thought that was pretty believable of like her trying to have like awkward small talk and conversations with like the parents and the sisters and then just kind of like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Abby. And like, kind of just having like a brief conversation with her and then just going about like their routine of like, okay, we got to get, go through like all these hoops. And uh, I, I just thought that it was really kind of, fun but also like kind of like anxiety inducing because there was a lot of build up to an eventual explosion and i was just waiting for it to happen it's like oh man everyone's being petty and passive aggressive and everyone's just kind of everyone's ready to like just tear each other's throats out at this point it's like this is going to be delicious I was like i need to get some popcorn because there's about to be a fight i'm picturing you like um, maniacally like like your finger yeah just like rub my hands together just like petting your cat yeah 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 my non-existent cat i just have like my giant like lab in my lap just like yes good you're petting your sister's head she's like what are you doing it's like shut up i'm being evil um yes uh no it was just i i thought it was a very believable story um john is like mvp in terms of friends yeah and it, i think the only thing that wasn't believable is that 
I felt like everyone's breaking point would have happened a lot sooner. Like Jane pretty much being more or less ignored by everyone in this movie and not being taken seriously. I felt like she would have snapped a long time ago. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. or Allison or like Allison Bree Bree's like Sloan's characters like more or less being bitchy to everyone in the entire movie. I felt like she would have gotten like chewed out by like her mom or or her sisters or someone. Uh, it, it just like everyone's breaking point just happened to coincide with like the conclusion of the movie. It's like I felt like there would have been at least one or two people snapping beforehand because it, it is just mounting like way too much right now. I I agree. I agree. I, I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. Like, yeah, it, it did feel really pretty realistic to me. I think the only thing that I didn't think was a hundred percent realistic was it. I don't know. I still, I don't know where I stand about the kids shoplifting or putting the necklace in Abby's bag. I just, yeah, that was kind of random. I, yeah. And I'm like, I just, it's not that that could happen. I just don't think they're, they just did it to be assholes. Like what was the, what were they trying to accomplish other than get, they were trying to get her in trouble. Okay. What has she done to them? Like what, why are they trying to, so that I'm still kind of don't really buy, but um yeah in terms of breaking points i feel like uh jane would have bro- yeah i kind of believe like i think in in normal circumstances yes all of them would have snapped a long time ago not just jane but jane definitely um i think if anything it shows how messed up everything is or how air you know air quotes how well trained they are that it did go as long as it did. Um, so yeah. I don't think then, cause the only reason everything finally like came to why everything finally came out was because Sloan caught Harper and Abby. And if she hadn't, things might've actually lasted a little longer. So I agree that yes, coincidence, it all happens at the part Christmas party coincidence. But at the same time, it also, because I I I agree, but I also think like it makes sense because things happen that set it up to happen that way, other than just in the script. But yes, in normal circumstances, this would not have happened this way. Yeah, no, it's just like I I've been to family like events, and it's like no, there's a lot more yelling. There's a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more like pettiness and like snapping at each other or it's just like it is not all pretending everything is good there's something happens and so and there's like some like major drama mm-hmm. happens and then like everyone's dealing with it and it just kind of spirals from there not usually that big but it does happen there was actually a scene it made me it, it when uh harper sees riley and abby hanging out um and they they're picking up wine for the night and Harper runs into Jane and Jane drops it and then she picks it up goes oh I, I think it's fine <laughs> and I was more and then we did it drop again a second time or was it just the one time no, it, it, it like fell and it's like it didn't seem like any of them broke and then she picked it up and then all the wine fell out of the bottom of the box I just thought it was really shitty because I knew like Damn it, Harper! You know Jane's gonna get blamed for that. 
<laughs> like, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, come on. So, uh, yeah. It, but if uh, so, yeah. If anything, it just goes to show that this this family, this whole family, is very fucked up, and this all kind of brought them closer together. I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I definitely I'd recommend it. Um, it's funny. It's sad. It's sweet. Uh, I think there are a lot of people that are, I, I, I haven't done like a ton of research, but I know that there's like a big thing on like, like, I think I've said before, like, why didn't Abby and Riley get together? It's like, because I, I, I guess the general, like everybody's saying, because they had, they had a lot more chemistry, which I didn't think that much about it. Again, like we all know how rom-coms go. So I, I didn't really feel, yeah. yeah, they might've had chemistry, but I didn't feel like it was obvious they weren't into each other. I think it did occur to me for a second, but it didn't go anywhere. So I'm like, no, it's not going to, that's not going to happen. Like, I I know how, we all know how rom-coms go. So it's going to still go that same route. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, I would definitely recommend this movie. It's kind of got a little bit of everything for everyone and just, showcases a very unrealistic expectation of a perfect family around the holidays that everyone strives to go for yeah it's on hulu so if you don't have hulu get it and it's actually hulu's great movie. sales pitch yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like great sales pitch for hulu if you don't have it get it <laughs> that should be the commercial just you know hulu we'll go get it and they just, what are you doing just, loser just just then they don't say anything and then, like, you can get it at this price or this price, and that's the whole commercial. Yeah. Well, I think I think they bundle Hulu with, like, uh, Disney Plus and, like, ESPN. Oh, yeah. Well, now they, well, now they do. You can just get Hulu yeah. on your own. Well, the Hulu they... Uh, well, yeah, no, I the know. The Hulu they bundle it with, though, I think it's the Hulu with commercials. I think. I'm not positive. I, we already... I honestly have no we idea. We already had Hulu, so... I mean, unless you... I'm literally piggybacking off um, of, like, my sister's uh, account, yeah. basically. My When my, sis, my sister got Hulu... My parents have Prime, and then we have Netflix, and then my sister got Hulu. And I kind of felt like the only thing I can maybe compare it to is in the, the end of the second Pirates movie, where Beckett has the heart of Davy Jones. Just, like, so <laughs> much power. What am I going to do with it all? <laughs> 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 All right, on that note, um, I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. You've been listening to Movie Reel. Stay safe. Stay safe.